This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Opus, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 58, Concentrated Waffle. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? Frankly, I I, I don't have a clue. I mean, <laughs> between the rules being freed, between multiplayer, between draft, and now event cards in the Dynasty deck, who <laughs> who knows? But it might involve, in these days following Thanksgiving and heading into the new year, we have a lot to be thankful for. Broker gun wise, we might not have gifts to open under the tree, but 2020 will bring some sweet, sweet L5R products. <laughs> we'll talk about the latest news, covering the newest cardboard in our hands, and what we're hoping to see in 2020, and they didn't know I was doing that opening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl, that, Carl amended was, the opening. That was quite a mouthful, Carl. Can you do it again, <laughs> just a little slower? <laughs> oh, <laughs> not sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Like this is the problem with off-the-cuff commentary. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah. So, uh, come, kind of uh, come out uh, of the blue at us. We had the Dominion Cycle was announced, and woo-hoo. that's kind of the big news since its community lately. The, the cycle. The uh, Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I can't even talk. Oh goodness! I don't blame you. I mean, I just the I just, cycle sounds really cool. I like the idea of dynasty events. I like the idea of like doing more interesting new things. You know, with like the dynasty deck. Mm-hmm. It's it's a cool shakeup to the game. I think. So yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. hot take. Yeah, it's, it's it's easy. One of those. I, I mean, I'm, my opening was not entirely hyperbole. I saw the new new um, cycle and went, uh, yeah. Uh, Okay, um, hold on. I'll have to get back to you. <laughs> right, like, right, wow. right, right. Well, for those of you, uh, so just for uh, completeness sake, we'll talk about three particular keywords that are making a debut in Rokugan at War, the first pack in the Dominion cycle. Uh, there's going to be 18 cards, uh, three copies of 18 cards and six other individual cards is what the announcement said. Rally is one of the new keywords, and this is what we're talking about when we kind of talk about well, Dynasty actions. So... That means th- to get to the eighteen cards for just a second, because mm-hmm. that just this just popped into my head. Eighteen cards plus six—that's more than twenty. That's what twenty-four cards in the pack. Mm-hmm. Are all but the 60, packs going to be 24? sixty cards? Right, sixty physical cards. Eighteen times three plus six. Yeah. Right, but are th- are there going to be that many cards in all six packs? If so, that's going to be a ton of new cards. I don't know. I don't know. Well, no, well we've the, with 50, the 4, 60, yeah. with the. Uh, what cycle just ended? The inheritance cycle. We had yeah. 130 cards. That's true. We did. So yeah. uh, there was 10 extra cards over those six packs. But if if this is the case, then th- there could be even more than that in, mm-hmm. in Dominion. So I mean, introducing some absolutely brand new mechanics. So I kind of hope there would be. You know, <laughs> yeah. get, get it going. Yeah. True. True. I hadn't thought of that of it that way. Just, it just there, occurred to me that there might be a shit ton of cards in this in this cycle. Which yeah, and the, the, I'm happy about the the six individual cards are more than likely the provinces because they talked about imminent provinces. Right. Mm. So an imminent province is a province that starts the game face up and cannot be turned face down and it cannot be a stronghold province. It is also seems like each of them represent two elements. So it's a double, these these are double element provinces. Right. So when you're building your deck, it can count, they count as one or the other. Right. It, it takes oh. one slot out of, out of the, out of out the five. Of five. But then on when you're playing, it counts as both. So oh, effects that would require, so there's a, this lion one, Ninkatoshi, which is an earth and a water province. So if you have a card effect that relies being in, at an earth province or a water province, 
both of those cards would would be able to well, be used. And, the, wait, 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 and presumably wait. the seeker tricks too. So yeah, like yeah. they just like seeker just popped into my head. Seeker of of, of whatever is going to become a really popular role, I think, because now you've got a chance to have possibly let's say you take seeker of air mm. three air provinces yeah. in your deck. Yeah, mm-hmm. three fate triggers. Yeah. But two, no, but they're not fate triggers because these start the game face up. So well, you don't revealed. get the secret. Uh, no, 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 not, 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 but not so much for fate triggers. Just to like maximize your elemental role. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, not, not so much. Then. Not so much well. for seeker fate necessarily, because you're right. They start the they start face up. But having the ability as like seeker of air to have three air provinces in my dynasty row, mm-hmm. that could be freaking huge. Yeah, Possibly. Right yeah. 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 Thing. Interesting. Yeah, or, or seeker of void or, or one of those. Oh, Any yeah, one totally. of those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. I get you on that. One. Yeah. That's a that's interesting. Yeah. They start face up, so it doesn't have the trigger problem. That's it, yeah. Yeah, so those are interesting. Uh, So that's the first of the keywords. And my guess is that those six individual cards, I think there were, what, two? There were two provinces revealed here. One which is uh, City of the Rich Frog, Mm -hmm. uh, three-strength province, uh, that's both an earth and a void. That one is powerful. It fills to three cards when you would fill it. And here's the other big mechanic: yeah. is the multiple cards on on provinces now, mm-hmm. and the, the rules regarding that. Yep. Yeah. And then the and then you have rally, which is they previewed it on a dynasty action, which is the first one of its kind, a season of war. It has the rally keyword. So after this card is revealed in a province, add the top card of your dynasty deck to the province face up. Mm-hmm. So the as we if we were to assume that all these actions had the rally keyword, that means that your Getting an action to do in your dynasty phase, and you're thinning out your deck a little bit. That's so the you're, fit, there's the no, there's no, there's no cost like there is with a holding. Anything but right. I think I think there's a that, that's part of the, the part of the reason rally is so interesting is it's completely reasonable to build a specialist dynasty deck and cram rallies in just to find the damn things. Yeah, it's card that, draw for your dynasty. That, yep. Yeah, that that's that gives you the possibility of up to eight cards. You know, assuming that you can maximize this out, mm-hmm. having eight cards available in your dynasty row at the uh, to to play from at the beginning of the dynasty phase mm-hmm. could be. That could be a serious card advantage for someone. Mm. And just yeah. having gone eight through your deck. Yeah. One, one fifth of the whole darn deck in one go. Yeah. yeah. Then, if you've, then if you've got something like, uh, what is it, Cayudan Hita or something like that, which allows you to, you know, draw from your dynasty deck. I also, you, well, you could deck yourself, honestly, but <laughs> well, there's you, could, you, could, you could definitely, <laughs> yes, like, for sure. You could, there's, a, there's a serious draw advantage there. Yeah. Now, which is now, interesting. One of the things that some of the community picked up on is, well, if you rally into a rally card, do you do it again? But no, because the rally is not being revealed. It's it's being put into play face up, Bingo. so rally doesn't trigger if you happen to rally into a rally card. That's an that's an easy constructive. Idea. It make, yeah. makes sense to avoid the combo yep. the combo weirdness. Yep. But well, that's yeah, I mentioned that, season of war as well. Yes, yeah, season of war is a big one. Um, as a crab player, I went hmm. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> you don't. That's uh, the it's answer. a it's a dynasty action. So these so these act these dynasty action cards can only be played. During the dynasty phase, so playing one of these will mean that you're behind on maybe passing during the dynasty phase. Mm-hmm. But you play them, and, and in this case, played from the province to be played prov- from the province. Action: discard each card in each province, refilling each province face up until the di- end, end the dynasty phase. Then there is an additional dynasty phase during which players do not collect fate. So this season of war is just a let's get rid of everything. And then refill everything up else face up. It's a dynasty board wipe. I mean, yep. it geez. is. <laughs> and and then you've got well, 
Holdings and everything. Hold, yeah, Boom. holdings and everything. Oh, that, yeah. That's that's great. That definitely does hurt all the, the, the walls that Crab has now. But it also gives you the possibility, again, you know, like assuming you can get like eight rallied cards, in, you know, so eight face-up cards in your dynasty row, that's a possibility of eight charge targets. Right? Charge becomes yeah, 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 yeah. huge. Yeah, charge becomes awesome. Yeah, crazy. And uh, anything like Hidden Moon Dojo. Yeah. Right? Well, like, I mean, that's a, oh man, that would be dumb. <laughs> it was interesting breaking how that I, I say but, HMD be- only because I played HMD on Jigoku about two weeks ago, and that was, I think that was my only game on Jigoku since Worlds. And uh, then that kind of ended my day. That was my first and last game that day, and that was it. And oh he had boy. an HMD out. <laughs> oh, that would be bad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, There's. Yeah, this. There's, there, yeah, I, I'll turn that one I round. I can't even talk. It's so bad. The uh, the the reset there. Um, the dragon decks have been running. Well, that's why you have season of war. That's what season of war is, right? It yes. gets rid of HMD. Okay. Yeah. I was saying same deal there. It, it's a horrible one for me. I use mountaintop statuary. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, bonuses yeah. on my on my strong oh, bye. Yeah. off they go. Yeah, like because it's, cause it's well, all they, provinces. Do they go off all provinces? It's all provinces. Discard each card in each province. Yep. Oh. It, does, yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't. Spe- it doesn't. It does not specifically no include. Or yep. do, it doesn't <laughs> exclude the stronghold. Yep. Oh yeah. So that gets oh, a hit too. Oh oh. Yeah. Wow. It's a shakeup. It's a big That's interesting. Does that affect Shio- uh, Kayu Shiobu? She puts the no because. But, but her, I think those are out of play. Yeah, hers are under uh, out of play underneath the stronghold province, right? So yeah. not in it, I would say then. Yeah, yeah. rules wise. Pro- probably okay, so yeah. that's that's maybe a question. For, that's maybe a rules yeah. clarification. And just adding it as well. Good. The rich frog. The rich frog is definitely a call of like. Well, this might need to go into most decks because just pulling an extra three. Yeah. Holy cow! And, and particularly if you're running talismans and things like that to bounce people off it. And this, oh this, could, this has the potential to be a huge shakeup for the game. And it's the initial pack yeah. announcement. And <laughs> honestly, the yeah. game kind of needs it. You know, that something like this that's like a, a big new interesting mechanic. We've got a good community. We've got you know a pretty stable game, but you know we're we're two plus years in and things are getting a little stated, a little you know boring perhaps. <laughs> I now, don't know. Now with, now with, with, with the rules change, that's boring, that's kind of exciting. But yeah. this like this like new new keywords, new mechanics, that makes me even more excited. Well, well I don't know. I don't know if it's boring so much as maybe disguised. The, there in the inheritance cycle, we had disguised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, and. While that did flavor the game, it didn't because there was only one disguised character per clan. Um, so if you if you splashed Scorpion, you could have two disguised characters in right. your two decks. But besides that, disguised wasn't really a thing, right? Well, so yeah. it didn't add any new. Or if, or if you could do it, you could do it also if you were a crab or phoenix because you have uh, conflict to die. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I, mean, I think it's more the point that, that um, we haven't had a shakeup at the start of a cycle for a while quite like this. This is a this is a all bets are off. This is a holy yep. cow. Who knows? The, the, the yeah. Disguised is a great mechanic and it's interesting and it added some good flavor to the game. Uh, uh, as an aside, there have you guys seen the disguised dragon monk that came up in the last pack? No, no, no. I, no. Um, uh, I mean, we've Ishii. seen him, but yeah, Ichi Ichi Togashi. Um, so disguised monk, first of all, mm-hmm. a four-two-two two glory. I want to say mm-hmm. um, action. If ten cards have been played during oh, this yes, conflict, oh yes, 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 uh, and this is not the stronghold, break, break this it. province. Yeah, 
It's a weird one. Is it you have played ten or is it ten? ten no, play. ten cards have been played. Okay, there cool. is another character in the, which is the classical monk one of you have to play three. No, this is if ten cards have been played. So a wonderful. I'm trying to decide what, uh, how much I like him. I think just being a disguised monk is worth it. You know, the, for the for the. So now I'm going to have to count cards every conflict. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one just, played. Just okay, now I'm going to play my second, and now I'm going to play my third. Yeah, it's a silly ability, but it's comedy. I'm, I just love it's, the idea of like. Uh, it's neat. It's really. It's really. It may not be like a uh, you know a tournament level like playable card, but it's it's fun and interesting. That's that's definitely like there's, I don't know. You, you just there's some jank possibilities there. Yeah, oh, you word, break yeah. it like you could play centipede tattoos, lose the combat, but still break the stronghold, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and then you come out come come home untapped, right? Does the card make you break? The, the, do you have to be winning? Well, if, win no, you just have to break it. Good you question. Break, so, right? so you kill, still compare. Oh God, you still end up comparing. St- we'll have to figure that one out, won't we? Jeez, that's a crazy <laughs> one. Oh my word! I don't have. So, I don't have the the physical cards in front of me now. Yeah. Right but now. yeah, but you, you just break it. It's not win. You just break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so, uh, so that's cool. You know, and there there's so there's, so there's interesting stuff that was in inheritance, and and you know the two uh, you know the two princes being in inheritance also is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They're interesting cards. Yeah, there was a lot of storyline stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, it's narratively yeah. strong. Like, so, yes. like that was like building up the game and really, you know, solidifying the foundations of the game. But Dominion Cycle is like this is like kind of throwing a conversational hand grenade under the table. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. look at this, kaboom! Well, you know? yeah, I think I think, or maybe I'm just over the, Domin- the name of the Dominion Cycle in and of itself tells us that. This could be narratively strong as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, without any doubt. Well, but, it's yeah. it's like these 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 mechanics excite me yeah. in a way that disguised really didn't. I mean, it's, disguised was cool, but yeah, but, yeah. These, but this these new mechanics in Dominion really excite me. Yeah. Here's a thought for you: the mechanics and the the angle um, Dominion Cycle is giving us, as little we've seen right now, compared to the Inheritance Cycle is quite important. The, like we said, in Inheritance Cycle we got Disguised, we got um, interesting character abilities, mm-hmm. we got two major personalities, we got a new version of Shouju, things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Those are all character-focused. Those are all about individual personalities. Those are about the people taking part. Right. What do we know about Dominion? We know about preparing for war. We know about the big important cities. We know about messing around with things inside Imminent domains. This is about the world. Right. That's that's the focus here is about the land. That's why Dominion, literally. Oh, okay. I think right. that's what you could be looking at. I'll go for that. Yeah. I'll go for that. So that's that's an interesting so that's an interesting perspective on that. I hadn't thought of that. But yeah, you're right. Cool. Crazy. And so we have, we also, and in, in, in the last two weeks, we've had Rokugan, not Rokugan at war, the last pack of the Inheritance Cycle, Shoju's mm-hmm. duty, yep. show up in... <laughs> you still thinking about that? Oh, yes. Yeah, good, good. Just what? checking. What? The Jason uh, thing. Jason Jason laughed every time you said <laughs> Shoju's duty. Yes, I know. Largely because and, I say and duty I, and, and you I, guys say crap. And I, <laughs> and I don't... And I didn't laugh this time. I know. I knew. I, I, I held my. St- I held my own. Doug did it for you. <laughs> there you go. I'm so, here for you. So yeah, yeah, Shoju's yeah. duty uh, came out on a duty. Duty. Duty yes. <laughs> came out a couple weeks ago, a couple Fridays ago, and the Dragon Pack landed. Yesterday. Seekers of Wisdom officially yesterday, yesterday. Yeah, we we didn't get it ourselves. Um, weather and shipping being what it is up here right now. Yeah, um, that's. Yeah. I'll have to, yeah, to see if Total got it. Yeah, yeah. totally. I don't think Total Escape did. Same deal. They just they're they're got a week theirs. behind. They're a week behind. Yeah, yeah, I just got I just got Shoju's duty. Uh, mostly because we had that storm the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, right? And, and that, yeah, that delayed everything. That a couple well, of days. and apparently there were some issues with Alliance. 
oh, for okay. something. Yeah. yeah, that they didn't, and then it may have been it may have been completely weather related, but they're you know getting stuff out of alliance for them last like a, the week that Shoju's duty came out was like that didn't happen. So well, for yeah, and, and every single delivery I've ordered because you know of course we've been ordering stuff for gifts for the kids and for family and whatnot. Everything is like we get the initial one should arrive Tuesday, Weekend and then after. it arri- arrives either Wednesday or Thursday. It, not a single thing out of maybe eight or ten pieces has arrived on the day they said it would arrive. It's always arrived uh, a day or two later. So I guess that means like, I yeah. should order my stuff that I need to get ordered soon. Partway through that Monday, just as we like the storm was turning from this is going to snow to this is going to be a problem. Um, <laughs> you know, what happened, basically, yeah. Monday was like, we were, we're all hanging around going, oh, it's going to snow today. Oh, it's, oh, wow, everyone, maybe we should be leaving. You know, yeah, basically, yeah, as that like, was going on, a buddy of mine had bought his uh, bought his Switch that day. He's like, I'm going to get my Switch from Amazon with oh, next okay. day delivery. And I say that delivery is badly named. That yeah. Is, that was not going to happen. Yeah. All right, so... We don't do card reviews very often, but we might as well go through these packs here. It's, it's the last one of the cycle. It's the last one of the cycle, right? So we thought we'd talk about like maybe some some cards out of here. I, me as a crap player, I love the two dynasty cards. Oh God, yeah, Gallant Quartermaster. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, those there's some you, good uni cards in there. Yeah, um, I like. I w- could have used Gallant Quartermaster, I think, for my sack deck just to have something else to sack to get some uh, fate. Oh, love, uh, yeah. but that, he's that, how many times in one sentence in one paragraph can Tobin use the word sack? When this character is sacrificed, gain two fate. So I would use him and sacrifice him, and it would be cool. Yes. Uh, Yasuki Hatsu, which is a unique character, three cost, one, three. Courtier, which doesn't excite me very much because, you know, I'm a kind of a bushy guy. Anyhow, action during a conflict in which this character is participating. If you're less honorable than your opponent, search the top five cards of your conflict deck for an attachment, reveal it, and add it to your hand. So your own personal so Agashi, your own, Agashi yep, Swordsmith. Own Agashi Swordsmith. But you have to be less honorable. Not hard and it's during a conflict. Yeah, reasonable choice. Right, so reasonable d- drawbacks. Uh, we have a monk. We have a Hitsudo Hitsu disciple. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, Togashi Ichi, uh, a disguised monk. This is the during a conflict when this character is attacking. If ten or more cards have been played during this conflict and the attack province is not the stronghold province, break it. So you don't even have to, like, you just break the province. Just boof. Done. You're done. It's the, awesome. Uh, the disciples get passed too, by the way, as well. Uh, during a military in which this character is participating, do the monk thing, play three or more cards. Um, choose another participating character to dishonor them. Now that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm, I think this one will make it in. I'm just trying to find out who who they're replacing. Well, the, and the know? ten cards, you know, uh, the ten cards actually isn't that hard to do, right? You as the opponent have to be like, okay, my cards count towards this as well, yeah. so I have to watch myself, but. If it's a monk deck, it has the cantrips. It has all those cards that you're like, play this, do X, draw a card. Play this, do X, draw a card. Play this, do X, draw a card. Uh, Togashi Mitsu, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. He replays a card. Uh, so you can get two for one out of those cards. You play zero cost attachments. Keep in mind as well. Ten get to, you get to ten. You can get to ten pretty easily. Oh, it's yeah. not hard at all. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's disguised too. So he, all he's got to do, I found that he seems one of those abilities that you very, you'll very, very rarely get oh, to fire. Yeah. But your opponent sits there going, hmm, about. Why because are you, you playing just, all uh, these cards? Why Especially you if you're playing cards? something. Well, if you're playing something that's really uh, a really event heavy clan. If you're if you're facing up against an event heavy clan, that's great. The life is gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. If if so, you know, like someone that you know, really, re- uh, someone who really relies on their conflict deck mm-hmm. is gonna have to seriously think about every card they play in every conflict. Yeah. yeah. And you can load up. Uh, you can load somebody up with an attachment and then disguise him in. Oh yeah. Well, the thing to and do as well. The very the, next action, you can the break big, it. The big one I found about disguise stuff is at the very least there are free ready. 
they mm-hmm. replace something and come in as a ready mm-hmm. version. So he's still worth it for that, just mm-hmm. in the monk deck, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm kind of excited for the unicorn cards in this pack. The Golden Plains Raider is kind of interesting. Reaction after this character wins a conflict as the attacker, choose a face-up card in a province controlled by your opponent. Discard that card. Uh, I think that kind of synergizes in like a Shiro Shinjo deck a little bit, since you're trying to you know turn things face up and and you know and, and play shenanigans with their province. Right? Yeah. That yeah. could that could be interesting, and it's a one cost for two zero. And you and you glory, and you so. go over to the left, and you get rid of something on the right. Yeah, right? and with with so, our approaching domain you, cycle. Yes, yeah. Get, get, getting rid of, getting rid of charge <laughs> targets and things like that. That's yeah. that's kind of cool. I mean, it's not it's it's a one drop. It's not you know it's it's not necessarily the greatest, but it's I think there's a, a spot for it in in a few deck builds. Two zero is nice. I really like the Moto Outrider though. Three cost, three two, one glory, bushy cavalry action. During a military conflict in which this character is participating, ready this character. That's yeah, count, count those that's yeah. Uh, yeah, just you know, with a favored mount, he's an automatic favored mount target. That's an amazing combination. Yeah, and then there's uh, there's, uh, and I'm forgetting right now, but isn't there a, a unicorn card that you choose two characters owned by the, controlled by the same player? You exhaust one, you ready another. Bingo. Yeah. And so, exactly. and also can... Shiatomi encampment. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. All, all those, all those bow someone do something cost. Yeah. Yeah. One of the ones that made me chuckle is there was a little one of the new mantras came in, and the mantras have been a little bit lackluster for a lot of the dragon stuff. But Mantra of Error is making me giggle because it's a reaction after an opponent declares an air conflict, choose a monk character or a character with a monk attachment, attachment onto that character and draw one card. Okay. So so far so nothing special except a greater understanding on the air ring. Oh, what's this? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the game of what, what? What am I doing? Are you are, are you going to let me sit there and put put fate on this and build up and let me trigger the airing, or are you giving me this this fire? Mm-hmm. Not oh, wonderful, right. but a fun right. little trick still. Right. So. Some cool. of those, some of those, you know, the you know, forcing yeah, two bad choices on your opponent is kind of are, those are kind of yeah. fun. Oh yes, oh yes. Rock in a hard place, right? That's yeah. what that's what we that's what we I like to see that. I like, oh god, yes. Also, you know, speaking of conflict of designs. Cards. Uh, there's a one-cost unicorn uh, event here. Know the terrain. Interrupt. Mm-hmm. When an attack is declared against a non-stronghold mm-hmm. face-down province you control, before revealing that province, switch it with another face-down non-stronghold province you control. Right. That is awesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to go to Border Fortress? No, I want them to go to Endless Plains. Off we go. Yeah. <laughs> now, they're going to go to Manicure Gardens. I'd rather go to those Endless are not, Plains. Yeah. Those, that's a, not a synerg- synergistic with the eminent domains, right? Because it's right. face down to face down. Right, all right. Yeah. So there's a little bit, there's but it's a little still bit fun. of anti-synergy. But it's still but fun. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that may not be, this, this may not be a, a tournament quality card, but it's fun jank. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But um, it could, but it could see, it could see to play in tournament and decks. It, on the and front w- of something. it might be a one of, right, to yeah. get them off your stronghold for that one turn where they go at it. Now, on the front of something, I think might go into some serious decks. Maybe going back to Phoenix with a Scorpion, the Cloak of Night. Cloak of Night. So yeah, what does um, that do? One cost spell air. Play only if you control a Suganja. No major problem there. Um, for action. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. And well, and, and in and in Scorpion too is what I'm thinking. But action during a conflict, choose a participating character. To the end of the conflict, that character gets plus three glory and cannot be chosen as a target of opponent's card abilities. Otherwise known as you gain plus three glory and the son of you, and there's not really much you can do about it. Right. Well, I dishonor right. you. I, I dishonor you. <laughs> then I give you three glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's whichever way you want to do it, right? Yeah. yeah. I just think that's that's awful. Well, you, well, you have to dishonor him first, right? 
Because then he oh, can't no, wait, be no. the target of because he can be the target of your card first. Yes, you do it first, then you're the son of them. Oh, yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? I'm like, I'm like, I like display of power anyway. I'm like, oh, that's that's wait, bad. wait, 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 that's hold bad. on, hold on, hold on. You're <laughs> you your as the you are playing that card on an opponent's yes on an opponent's character yes. I mean, you can give it to me as well. I can but, other people. Well, but yeah, but you can't dishonor it because it can't be the target. Do it of first. Abilities. Do uh, no opponent's card abilities. You playing that card? Oh, can okay. Still, Go, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So you could still do. You could still court games to dishonor after playing that on an opponent's yes, character. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. 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 And you can do. You can still do stuff to it, but he, they can't. He or she yeah. can't. Yeah, and it trades it around to you know I can crank one of my guys quite Th- nicely. That's that's kind of like above question, right? It's mm-hmm. if you use it on if you use it on an opponent, they can't do do they can't things on their own player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Scorpion Sugenja deck. There are plenty of good Scorp Sugenjas well, in there. I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of gross. <laughs> Fun, well, that's but cool. gross. Um, so lots, there's lots of good stuff in this. It's like, good, Inheritance has been a good cycle. I it's think. a good capstone to the to the cycle. There, there's, yep. there's lots of great stuff in there, and then we've got another great cycle coming with Dominion, and then we've got Clan War coming in what January, February, sometime mm-hmm. in there. Cool. The game is it's starting to get a little more interesting. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's as people had mentioned on other casts, it was regular. The inheritance cycle was regular. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it came Steady. out, blam, 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 and then they had this flurry of activity at the end to get the clan packs out, the two right. last clan packs, or the three, keeping, last three. Well, I guess. keeping the inheritance cycle regular while the with the all the weird delays with the uh, clan packs, the Lion Legion and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that I think keeps some faith in FFG in that. Hey, they're doing their best. They they had some problems with with shipping or with with printing or something with the clan packs, but hey, look, we've you know we've had this regular cycle that's been just going you know coming out like clockwork. That bodes well for the game's future for you know FFG's you know ability to ship products. You know the future for that. There, th- yeah, there's goodness there. I'm looking to see if their upcoming page has. I think there was a statement put out that they are trying like heck to make it more relevant. <laughs> well, the estimated dates part. Yeah, for the example, estimated dates part. They, up. Uh, yeah. they have a clan. They have clan war. They oh, they have U.S. release release date is March for Rokugan at War. The clan war says February, so Rokugan at War would be March. So still, that yeah, puts us in like if they have it regularly from March, March, April, May, June, July, August. So rotation. Will hit in September time sometime. Okay, and uh, September well, October. Wait, 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 well, um, so we're getting Clan War in February. So we've got we just got the Dragon Pack. Mm-hmm. So that's December. Nothing looks like in January. Do you think there's going to be another RRG update? T- t- uh, Tyler's trying to do it quarterly. Yeah. So 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 there's a possibility. So there's a possibility of of an RRG update in in January, but no new products. Yeah. Then new products starting in February and then March and mm-hmm. then keeping up. That's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so that's it's the so the RRG update if we're or RL update or restricted list update is really what it is. Yeah, I think I think Tyler just does the RRG to well the to clean the, up the, things, the restricted right? list is part of the the yeah. restricted list is part of the RRG. So I just yeah. say RRG update. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. what did he what was the document Imperial Law? Yeah, was that the thing. document yeah. that he called it. So uh, yeah, we assume that that's coming out. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, it might. We're just sitting be a, here on December seventh, yeah. and we. Yeah, we'll hear it in the <laughs> well, next few weeks. It actually is going to be a Merry Christmas because you guys, I mean, we were just 
you guys have heard about the uh, the Marvel Champions <laughs> uh, <laughs> announcement, right? Yeah, yeah. So you know, hey, three packs of Marvel Champions <laughs> yeah. in time for Christmas. So that's that makes were, me happy. The, and, and and correct me, right? These were these were all three: the Captain America pack, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Ms. Marvel and, Goblin, and Green Goblin scenario. They were all supposed to come out in January. Is that, is that do, you, the, do, you, do, you, do you want to start this rabbit hole a second? Sure, why earlier. not? Because what it, what it was was the game was originally supposed to release in Corset in October, right? Right. With November starting the run of Cap America, uh, sorry, Green Goblin, Cap America, Ms. Marvel, right? Okay. And then that slipped into, uh, no, Green Goblin's going to be sometime next year. Um, we think maybe February, so Feb, March, April through. Oh, no, wait, we're going to get all three of them for you in one go in January. And then, as of recording, literally yesterday... No, wait, it's going to be two weeks from now. <laughs> right. All three. I'm like, adieu? Well, <laughs> so I was talking so to... So December 20th is when all yeah, these are going to land. Going I was all talk- three of them are going to land at the same time in, yes. the, in the stores. Is the yeah. idea, yes. Yeah. Uh, they're, all, they're just, they're just going to drop, then that's great. That's cool. Well, for those who are fans of the Marvel LCG Champions, it's wonderful. Good. It's like, good. I mean, we were there just a month ago, right? With, yeah. with Lion Pack, Roku Gone... Uh, oh, Roku, uh, yeah. uh, Defenders of Roku Gun coming out, and then we're here now. We're, you know, yeah. we've gotten five packs in about a month's time. Right. So I don't ourselves. know if Carl can confirm or deny this or not. I heard from some of my other friends in the industry that part of the reason, part of the reason for the Marvel Champions delay was they wanted to print more copies of the Marvel Champions corset because it sold out and sold so well. So it quickly. is. It is wiped out. I couldn't say otherwise. But yeah, it's um, it's been out of stock for some time. I can tell you right now. Um, we do we do assessments of what we sell at the cafe, right? Mm-hmm. Without giving out definite numbers. Um, one of the things we did recently was the the big ticket items. How right. many? How what big t- big what big ticket items have we sold the most number of through the year, right? Because mm-hmm. no point looking at the price. It matters what we we're talking units. How many people grab one, right? Um, Marvel Champions has been out since November and is high on that list. Wow! For the yeah. year, yeah, it's wow. it's like this. This it's is a it's popular it's, game, and it's a sixty dollar game, yeah, right? Sixty dollar yeah. game, yeah. and you have, and both of you have copies. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. It's a sixty dollar. <laughs> I don't, ironically. <laughs> it's a sixty dollar game for an entire core set. Whereas yeah. with L five R, you have to buy three core sets, and you're so you're talking about close to like if you can get them like online somewhere for cheap, we're talking ninety bucks, right? Mm-hmm. That's you know you can yeah. you can possibly find the cor- the L five R core set for around thirty to thirty three pretty mm-hmm. easily. So you're talking ninety to hundred bucks. Instead, with Marvel Champions, it's it's one box, sixty bucks, you're done. Boom. Yep. 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 And, yeah. And that, also- and that bodes well for and this is where the L five R connection comes in. It bodes well for a full revised core set of L5R. Just it does. Core set 2.0, revised core set, whatever the hell Whenever that happens, yeah. yeah. Whenever that happens, it's all in one box. There's no There's no more. Well, so. turn it around as well. It bodes even better because... For future competitive ma- LCGs too. Yeah. Someday, you know, the Marvel right. Champions box coming out has a proper plastic insert. A well-designed yes. proper plastic yes. insert that works. Yes. Oh, I mean, that we is blo- a thing. Because it was the whole thing about the guy getting one early. And we're all, that's fake. FFG <laughs> doesn't do that. <laughs> oh, no shit. He was telling the truth. <laughs> the only problem that I have with mine is mine's a little cracked. I mean, it's still it's still f- sound and functional. It's, it's vacuum a, but plastic. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a kind of a thin plastic still that cracked a little bit. But it's still better gonna be... than the usual weird, weird concertina cardboard we get that never helps. Right, you yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's I mean, that's going to work You know, work for me for at least a, a, a year or two before I feel the need to go into a, you know, five row box with it yeah but you should be able to fit most most i mean right now the only thing that's taking up space for me is token boxes if i take those out i can probably hold the next like five expansions perfectly fine mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i can mm-hmm. hold the cow and and you guys you, you uh, i know we've we've played after the last uh, like two episodes ago we 
mm-hmm. recorded at the at the uh, gamers at the yep. gamers con, mm-hmm. and um, then we played afterwards, and that was fun. Um, do you play all the time, Carl? It's, it's my lunch one. I can get I get it out in easy half an hour. So really? I play, I play solo on my lunch breaks. I play mostly a game a day. Yeah, working my way through Black Panther Leadership Ultron right now. Have not won. Oh, okay. <laughs> not easy. <laughs> Ultron's not too bad. Black Panther is not good against him. Is <laughs> the honest truth. All right, cool. Now, uh, a couple other things that came across the radar, but kind of low. So we the, the community came together to find some of these things. One is that there are novels, honest to goodness, full-length full novels are on their way, two of them. Uh, it's a by a publishing house called Aconite, A-C-O-N-Y-T-E, which is pub- it's an imprint of another publishing house. It's doing Asmodee intellectual property novels mm-hmm. I believe books. it is an imprint of Asmodee himself, yeah. isn't it? Is it an imprint it? of Asmodee? I believe so, okay. yeah. Here's my wallet. Just take it. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be the first one, I, which I love the fact that this is a crab-focused one by David Annandale, and Annandale is a Black Library author. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, so he's done quite a few Black Library pieces. Black Library is is the imprint is the publishing imprint for Warhammer, forty yeah, k, all the Warhammer for GW, stuff. Yeah, for GW. Yeah, GW in general. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second one is a Crane-focused one, but it's like Crane Ronan, uh, a former Crane who's now a Ronan, and that's written by Josh Reynolds, and that'll be out in August. The Crab one will be out in May. In my mind, this is a real tipping point because when you can, novellas are one thing, mm-hmm. but when you can get to full-blown novels and have those be successful, that just brings, and have those be, because they're not going to be in game continuity, right? Mm. It's going to be it's going to be the playground that is Rokugan. Yeah, the setting. Um, yeah. Well, the setting. So, so they could make it in continuity a little bit, but because they want to make it my guess would they want to make it timeless, so they make it a little bit out of continuity. But that that's a big deal yeah. to have because uh, much of the success of GW and Warhammer 40K and the men's games is because People not only the can world do all exists the beyond the game, and yeah. exists beyond the game. Exactly. Well, so that's one of the one of the great things about L five R as a as a as an IP, and this goes back to when it was FFG or not, excuse me, uh, AEG, is uh, they did I think it was two series of novels during this is back like late nineties, early two thousands. They actually did a series of seven novels, one for each clan, uh, one of each of the major clans for uh, the clan war. And you know, so what each clan was doing during you know the clan war, they were they sort of you know t- told a complete story of, you know what happened with the Scorpion clan coup and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then there was a second series of novels that I read, but I don't remember as well because they they weren't quite as impactful, at least to me. So there is a history of this with L five R from you know AEG days. So I'm glad that FFG is taking that and carrying it forward. Uh, the the novellas are a good start, although. Hello, where's my crane novella? <laughs> uh, want it, please? Or where's my crab novella? Where, and, and you know, so you know, or the lion? Come on, let's get all three of them. Let's let's go, please. But so the the announcement of novel of full length novels is great, and so developing that, like Asmodee developing their own imprint for for novel publishing is is pretty cool. They've had novellas for like for Arkham Horror and for some other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, we've got we've got the novellas for L five R. We've had we had a few novels for Netrunner for like and the Android world. Yeah, there were four or five of those. Yeah, yeah. a good handful of them around. Yeah. Oh, so, God, so some of them are just 
let's let's hope like let's hope that way is not the way that L5R <laughs> novellas go. Holy crap. Or novels go. Oof. The, yeah, so I, I hit, well, they were okay. One of the those was worth style. reading. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully <laughs> yeah, hopefully the, the all of the L5R novels will be worth reading, will be well done. And the, like the fiction for L5R, they've really stepped up the the fiction game for L5R compared to what they were doing with Netrunner. They 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 made some, you know, good, you know, attempts at things during Netrunner days, but with L5R they've been doing a lot better. So these novels should be good, and you're right about what a marker for success in the gaming industry, in the gaming world, is does your setting exist beyond the game or a set of games that are that it that yeah. it is? I mean, it, yeah, is, it, is it a yeah. setting rather than just a game, right. basically, it boils right. down to? Yeah. That's what mm-hmm. we mentioned GW. GW have long, long gone beyond being about 40K the game and become 40K the universe. I you just know. spent, uh, I just ordered uh, over $100 worth of items for two books that I already have. Yeah. Because they're <laughs> already, because they're coming out in updated versions. Uh, I just, what, I mean, I did you, it in the getting? last few hours. Uh, Sabat World's Crusade. Oh, so is, is the collection. Yeah. If you've been a careful listener, you know I'm a huge fan of the Gaunt's Ghosts series. And they, I have the, I paid probably an exorbitant amount of money for the actual product itself for the original Sabat Wars Crusade that came out in 2005. So there was a, it was kind of like a, like a paperback pamphlety kind of book that mm-hmm. kind of gave an account of the, of the story of God's uh, Ghost as, up as until then, in, right? In maps and yeah, yeah. maps okay. and other things. So they've updated it through all the books, and they've put it a hardcover and more art and a lot of a lot of schematics. So people who are playing the ga- the men's game and painting those men's can paint mm. it accordingly to mm. the. To God's Ghost, so it's a campaign Sabah journal. Story. It is. It's kind of like a little campaign thing too. It's That's very neat. It's 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 it blurs the line more so than the other one did. Mm. It blurs the line between like gamer reference book, right, mm. a min, men's gamer reference book, and uh, novel reader. Right? Interesting reference material for okay. the novel reader. I mean, a lot of the good forty k books, not getting off subject, a lot of the good GW books, GW books are like that. Their mm-hmm. their codexes are generally like well, collectors. Yeah, okay, for in depth stories like if you go back to like reading like Tom Clancy's novels and stuff like that you know like the some of that that heavyweight fiction having like plans and schematics and things like that you know like pictures in the middle of the book you know, mm. sort of helps to you know, sort of draw it in, tie things together. It's a genre. It's a genre. There is a genre of writing that has the has the you know, Lord of the Rings has its maps, and fantasy worlds have their dungeons and castles. Right. You know, tr- medieval fantasy. We get into sci-fi bits, and it becomes. I mean, I'm not wearing it for once, but I, I, I generally have an eighty 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 or a yep. Millennium Falcon schematic T-shirt. Well, on. but you have BB eight schematic. schematic on. Oh, it is BB eight <laughs> schematic. There you go. Okay. I'd never look at these things. I knew it wasn't the other two. You know, there you go. No, and and. Yeah. And the the novels have a map in the front, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it. So this is a, this is the book of maps that they didn't include in all the novels they had, right? So, so yeah, so that that product tie-in is. sort of thing is great. Yeah, His, and so and it's seeing, a sucker. Like yeah, I, I, they well, just took my money. Yeah, seeing <laughs> uh, seeing FFG do it with you've got L five R the role playing game and all the books for that and adventures for that that they're putting mm-hmm. out, and then you've got you know L five R the LCG with all the online fiction bits and you know, the the fiction bits that are in the core set and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and in some of the in some of the cycle packs. And then you know, taking those things and like sort of unifying them with no novels and novellas, mm-hmm. it's it, a development. Th- th- yeah, they're 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 really developing the world and and pulling it forward and and carrying on the tradition that AEG started with this world that it's a living, breathing entity outside of any one game that yeah it centers it's, around. It's a universe. Yeah, I mean, it's a world, universe. Yes. World in this case, but yeah, universe. I'd like to see uh, for L five R something like a kind of um, travelist artist traveling artist journal. 
someone who's gone around the clan lands. And oh, is doing something like dun, you, know. you remember that the the android book that they did, yeah. the art book. Yeah, kind of in that realm. But but the but the the conceit being that it's literally an artist wandering the lands. So he's doing pictures of Toshi Rambo in a festival and a, well, a here's hoping he that someone from FE, <laughs> FFG is He's listening because that seems to be very much in the style yeah. too of like talking about because this is a, this is a game about cultures right bluntly all the cla- mm-hmm. all the clans are individual cultures and the clashes between them and how they form one greater one through the imperial family yeah so it'd be really cool to see someone do the outside of you and kind of go you know an anthropology thing basically go through <laughs> and draw the neat. people draw the mm-hmm. situations you know mm-hmm. and so you've got this, rather than you know maps and schematics don't make much sense but artistic depictions of the of the festivals of the people at life of yeah. the places would be really cool yeah yeah, yeah. There's lots of there's lots of room for stuff like that, and it would be really neat. Mm. And I think something like that would probably sell a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the art the art has been absolutely amazeballs for L5R so far. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, some some of the best art FFG's ever done. The um the the debt box and bag you guys gave me with mm-hmm. the um spear charge. Yeah, yeah. spear rushes forth. Spear, spear rushes forth. It's been like everyone's been like, holy. Yeah, that's astounding. It's a wonderful. <laughs> well, yeah, have piece. you noticed the art that's on the bottom of the oh, box? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, totally. No, yeah. people have just been looking over it, going, "Holy cow!" Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. a great box. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put anything in that box because it's so nice. <laughs> 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 oh, and the, t- the, the uh, as a side note, the metal rings. The metal rings have become a point. Of like, oh, oh, did you show? Did you show the metal rings? That's what keeps <laughs> happening at the cafe now. <laughs> like, Here we go. I'll hold them out. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Uh, Once again, I forgot to bring the coin capsules for you. I, oh, I got mine. He, he brought me mine. I, I gave him. He got me coin capsules. I gave him a, uh, a vault tour chain dial. Yeah, I, I, I threw them in the bag. I and love very that nice chain dial, by the way. <laughs> yeah. They have a very nice, satisfying clink now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right, so... The, the, so those are coming, and I also uh, also as a KeyForge fan, I noticed that they're doing a collection of KeyForge short, short stories or novellas yeah. or what have you. There is a it's a KeyForge collection uh, in June, edited by somebody. So that's how I know it's well, a collection I, of stories. So they've they they announced a while ago that that they are going to be doing a KeyForge setting book for the Genesis RPG. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, bringing that forward, you know, making a a more living world out of it, also is kind of cool. Yeah, because the Crucible is an interesting place. Yeah, it's it's fa- fairly. Unusual. They're they're trying to take the uh, the Twilight Imperium uh, setting and do more with it. Also, I, there's probably a setting for the Genesis RPG coming up for that. Also, really? Yeah. Oh, oh. Lord, seriously. I mean, that makes sense. That's been like that's the, been yeah, yeah, yeah. the Genesis yeah. core book has like the, has like an overview of the of TI. Of TI. Yeah. Okay. So so there's probably going to be a full setting book for it. Yeah. Oh, oh I just re- that I just remember something. Go ahead. Well, okay. Your, <laughs> and so so FFG trying to like. Do things that that other companies like GW and stuff like that have done for years, and do more of it is good. Yeah, this, they, this is a, this have, is a good direction. They have their own IPs. They have, all yeah, the IPs are involved in. Yeah, taking your IP, making it a living, breathing thing, that you know, and and giving you know giving some control of it to the fans a little bit, and giving you know like giving people things that they can do outside of just play your games in yeah. that world. And, and not to keep extending um, Toby's moments of excitement <laughs> here, um, and not doing it in with like the branded mugs and t-shirts and right. you know and right. stickers kind of thing. No, going no, we'll make cool things that actually. Okay, they need the to do IP. they need to do the mugs and stickers and things like that. <laughs> Because people do want tchotchkes, but they need to do yeah, you know like doing I mean? the other things is also great. Did, yeah. did All right, start, so, so how long trade. can we keep Tobin from being able to talk about so, the thing that so he wants to talk here's about? Here's this. So they announced uh, about a week ago. They announced the streaming schedule for December mm-hmm. for FFG streaming schedule, and they had a season. Of, they they had some Clan War spoilers, mm-hmm. and we didn't mention that at the front. But they had some Clan War spoilers. Tyler talked about developing the Clan War stuff. And some of the things coming out of there, so that's on YouTube. Go watch it. It's only it's only about forty minutes, so it's shorter than listening the, to the us well for pitching, sure. The well produced stuff. Yeah, but on that schedule, the last thing on that schedule. Oh dear, 
was December 30th, I think. At December 30th, uh, one hour earlier start at 10 a.m. Central Time, Andrew Navarro and uh, another person for FFG mm-hmm. will play the Android board game. The the 45-pound box of cardboard and complexity and storytelling love that I've played mm-hmm. uh, three times, three quarters of the way through, and one time all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, this is a think game Arkham takes, Horror on steroids. Yeah, for this, this game. game. I mean, it, this is a game that takes it probably forty-five minutes to just pull out of the box and set up. Yeah, and then the it takes like six hours to play, and it's fantastic. This is why I say and Arkham I'm, Horror on steroids. Yeah. If you know, if you're familiar with the Arkham <laughs> Horror yeah, board game, so. you understand. And it's, oh my god, and, and uh, it's it's absolutely wonderful. And if they manage to trim it down just by 10% and do a second edition of this game? Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Yeah, that doesn't sound to me like they'll do some silly thing of playing the original. This is the soft soft announcement of, by the way, <laughs> yeah. there's a new one. Yeah, 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 I mean, it has to be, sure. Well, and, and it's it, sort of it, what they did with T, with the new edition of TI, right? Yeah. On the, way to, we got, on the way to Gen Con, all of a sudden this you know Twitter post drops. This was what? Gen Con 2017. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the new version of TI is going to be on sale at Gen Con. Boom. Here you yeah. go. Have 2017 fun, or 2018. It was yeah, 2017, whatever. I think. No, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So so this is sort of that one of those like soft like announcements that, like, let's yeah. see who's paying attention. attention to, like, like, Android. Okay. They're going to play Android. Android? Yeah. Gonna play Android? Yeah. And, and um, in Andrew Navarro's bit where he was on live stream doing a QA from a few months ago, right? He talked about like that's a passion pro that's a, a lot of people still ask about that game mm-hmm. well, because it was is, so rich. The entire like Android universe like has is huge. It's it's probably still FFG's most popular world setting like universe. Yeah, I maybe. Think, you know, because well, look at how many Netrunner exploded it. Yeah, yeah. Netrunner exploded it, but you've got you've got Android which has a cult following. Mm-hmm. It seriously has a cult following. Uh, New Angeles. New Angeles is a fabulous board game mm-hmm. that I that is a lot of fun to play, and I would you know heck if you wanted to play it right now, I'd, even you know, I'd even sit down and play uh, with you. what were the it, what was the it wasn't it wasn't Flashpoint. It was mainframe. The mainframe. Re- yes. Re- it was the, the game yeah. that was talking about twenty three seconds, yeah. and yeah. they tied in those two games together. Yeah. Yeah. Mainframe is def basically the the stick game that you used to play as a kid. I keep hearing that one. It's it's an abstract. <laughs> so let's be fair to it. It's an abstract. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then there was the the crime game. Oh, infiltration! 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 That was a fun little pushy look. Yeah, yeah not not yeah. a bad little thing. No, there's been a bunch of things. I have all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. So they've got these great games for Android, and you know, as everybody who's listened, has spent any time listening to us knows, we are all big fans, or we're big fans of Android Netrunner, you know, and played it a lot. So uh, having more Android stuff coming out, and having Android still be as popular as it is after after Netrunner has, is sort of dead. I know there's still Nisei, you know, but it's great. Officially unsupported is yes. the problem. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Now, I apologize for not putting a timestamp on this. The, 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 this was an extreme diversion or uh, tangent from L5R content. Basically, we went, we went through our, this has all been building up. Our gaming news has all been building up over the last few weeks, and we just uh, vomited it out I, I, in I'm, one 10-minute period. Sorry, folks. I, I'm glad you're noticing anything different from normal, personally. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of L5R, tie, uh, L5R tie-in with that. I, mean, I think with the whole episode of it, oh, yeah, that thing, oh, yeah, that thing, oh, yeah, that thing, and eventually and it moved off L5R. Episode title. Well, I was, uh, th- because the past November was one of the anniversaries of John King's passing. I listened to that that last part of our Tracks Sector episode where we have all the kind of the greatest hits of him of his. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the 
little lines in there was like, I think we're the top Conquest podcast for being the most off topic. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure we can say that in the L5R universe because there's I lot, know we have a lot of good L5R content, but they they get off topic just as much as we do. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're up there, I think, with as much off topic as we, our, do, our, as we do. Our level of waffle is is, is very 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 high concentration. <laughs> uh, now. Talking about other podcasts, for those of you who are interested in hearing from an author, Court Games, podcast sponsored largely and uh, funded largely by the Discord channels, just interviewed, had a great uh, interview with Marie Brennan, who wrote The Eternal Knot, who also wrote this sequel that was released on the web to The Eternal Knot. Ooh, I hadn't heard about that. And um, that so Jean and Michael... Uh, did a great job interviewing her, uh, and she gives a lot of insight into her writing process and whether she, that she doesn't like writing crab because she doesn't really like writing horror, mm-hmm. uh, and crab is m- really mainly about horror and anything shadow tainted and so on and so forth, and how she likes writing dragon. So I would recommend you definitely give that a listen if you want to hear uh, an author's viewpoint. That was a great. Uh, commend Jean and Michael for that interview. That was oh, interesting. Done. Jean's just awesome people, anyway. So yeah, you should yeah. listen to her just for that. Uh, now heading into that, that's like my segue into the Pine and Cherry Blossom, which was the short sequel, uh, seven pages, I think, mm-hmm. that was posted earlier this week. That was the sequel to the Eternal Knot, and where I pretty distinctly remember leaving the like ending the Eternal Knot, thinking, I like Kazue. I, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Satoshi, uh, uh, sorry, Tagashi Mitsu, who was, who was the other feature in this, he's okay. Uh, he comes out on the other end of this one. Uh, I like him again. Like, like yeah. it's funny, the, all, these, all these characters that I hate in the card game, <laughs> Soju, Togashi Mitsu, this, these very powerful characters are ones that are, end up being endearing to me in the fiction, which oh, is... Oh, it, I can't it, wait to see what happens... Conflict. Like when, when once we get into Dominion Cycle, there's going to be more online fiction for that surrounds the the, the Clan Wars. The, I mean, the Clan Wars are starting, people. You, the, yeah, they're on the way. Right. Yeah, no spoiler there. Hopefully. Well, the uh, next product is called Clan War. You know, Clan War. Then we've got Rokugan at war and stuff like that. So yeah. So I can't wait to read what happens with you know with Totori trying to you know find his assassin and all that, and what happens between him and Shoju and all the interplay there. What's happening with the two princes, all that. So yeah, there's there's a lot that I'm really anticipating with new fiction coming out. That mm-hmm. that is a big part of my excitement. Like the new stuff in Dominion Cycle is awesome. New cards, new mechanics, new everything. That's really really cool. But like the the whipped cream and cherry on top of that wonderful Sunday is new fiction coming out that tells us more about what's going on. Yeah. Will Shoju continue to be cool? Is he going to have to sentence uh, Kachiko to Trader's Grove? You know, what's what's all going to happen with that? So mm-hmm. that's that's going to be amazing, too. You make a good point there, mentioning, like, Shoju and Mitsu being, like, characters. You're like, I hate these damn cards. You know, and you encounter the characters themselves and enjoy them. Mm-hmm. What, um, what both the Inheritance Cycle in the long form and reading through Pine and Blossom, like, literally yesterday, does for um, Mitsu is they humanize both of them. I mean, that's the point. By the end of it all, Mitsu has basically made a decision which is, huh, should have thought about that properly. Shouldn't have just been, like... Just yeah. charging my duty down should right. be a sensible person and go. No, right. you're right. There's more you can do, and that's not what I was told to do. And we see right. we've seen the showed you all the way through going. No, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. No, no, no. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna follow my. I'm gonna do the right thing. And mm-hmm. it humanizes them both, which Absolutely. is what's what's tied Absolutely. it into you. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
I haven't been playing much L5R. Like I said, I, I played the one game on, on Jigoku with HMD, and I'm like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> Mostly because, uh, like, as I, as I guessed, based on previous years, after going and having that four or five days of intense L5R, I was, I'm you done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, but I am looking forward to what I'm, we've got these packs in our hands. I'll, I'll soon have the Dragon Pack, and then it'll be sometime before Clan War yeah. hits. Well, uh, I'm got... looking forward to 2020. What I think this game has a lot going for it. I th- I think as we've discussed in previous in the most recent episodes, with the different ways that we can play it, draft, uh, multiplayer, one on one. I think those multiple ways can open up. Hopefully, Tyler bo- will release the, all the drafts. The population. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's. I know he's been. I think he was ill after. I think he Ooh. came down well, with with the crud. Yeah, yeah with the, the crud after the. Yeah. Well, he like when I talked to him uh, at the end of Worlds after the after the you know the big decision, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get a soundbite from him. He he was looking a little worse for wear. Like he's like I, I would I, too. I, if, yeah. if we can do it, like in in a few minutes, other great. Otherwise, I gotta go home. Like, yeah. well, we need to set up. So he's like, I'm going home. I'm like, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he looked like he was just barely standing up for part of it. I mean, honestly, he looked like he was dead. Yeah, of course no, he'd no, been no, doing no, how many no, draft no. pods that entire weekend. Yeah, so yeah, he's hopefully done. we can get hopefully we can get him on on the cast again soon. But yeah, he he was he was uh, quite worn out at the end of Worlds mm-hmm. for sure. Well, I you know I think anybody would be. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh we all were. I mean, was, that was five uh, five straight days of L five R. Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, in a in a, a kind of a wrap up because this will be our last planned episode. This is our last planned episode for 2019. There may be we may be, have a special Christmas episode or some such thing. We're still talking about how we're gonna how that might happen. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of us are kind of going away. I'm, I know I'm going to Tucson. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be in town, so, so I'll be around, I won't be around too much. But anyhow, since it's the end of the 2019 for us, any interesting gaming plans for the next uh, few weeks? Well, first of all, it depends what Marvel Champion stuff comes through, right? The we've got a fun one. We myself, my wife and myself, last year for Christmas were really quite ill, so we didn't leave town. Because we were doing that, we ended up with a two of us on our own Christmas, and we played um, a video game. Some of you may have encountered called The Return to the Obra Din, which is a or Return of the Obra Din, which is a basically investigates a set of um, deaths and murders on board a um, historical sailing ship. And okay. it's an entirely plotline based, like, figure it out, work it out, and you've got to fill out who was killed by what, right? This was 12 hours. I know that because we played it straight. That was Christmas. We sat wow. down and played this investigative mystery game with the two of us straight through. And what we think is, it looks like we're going to be in town this one as well. We think we're just going to do it again. <laughs> so we're going we're oh, to cool. sit down and play an investigative murder, murder mystery game. Cool. We've done it once before, but it's been a year, so fingers crossed we should have forgotten enough for not to right. go, oh yeah, we know who that is. Right, you know, right, you know. right, right. So. Cool. Well... I've actually been playing some L5R and, and actually been thinking more about decks and things like that. I've, uh, I'm still playing Unicorn, still really enjoying it, and uh, probably going to be playing Unicorn for the foreseeable future. I'm working on a Shiro Shinjo Keeper of Air deck. It's not working for me yet exactly the way I want it. So are you mar- using Mark of Shame? Are you splashing Scorpion for Mark of Shame? Uh, no, I'm splashing Lion Okay. for uh, Forebearers. Oh, okay. All mm-hmm. right. So that's why, that's why I'm going Air. Okay. Doing Keeper. And so... It's a little too expensive right now. I've, I've got too many big characters in there. I need to, to rework it a little bit, but I'm enjoying that. I'm having fun with it, and I'm not playing. I haven't been playing on Jigoku yet, but my plan is to, when I get a a, a version of it that I'm a little more 
happy with uh-huh. is start playing on Jigoku a little bit. So, you know, try to get, you know, at least a game a week on Jigoku. That's yeah. my that's my plan for for the future. You just play more, grind a little bit more, just, you know, and just enjoy it. And, yeah, because Unicorn is a lot of fun for me right now. It's, I'm great. just having great, awesome. really great fun with it. So awesome. that's, and with the new Unicorn characters that are in Pack 6, I'm looking forward to doing some more deck building. Cool. Yeah, uh, I recently, Ben and I uh, and the kids kind of hung out and just hung out for Thanksgiving. And so Ben and I, I she, she was like, yeah, I'll play Final Hour with you. So we played Arkham, Ho- Arkham Horror Final Hour. Mm-hmm. Good game, and yeah, she enjoyed herself, and and we enjoyed ourselves. We lost for the first time. We, we, I think we were playing with two uh, investigators who were not complimentary, um, and we had a rough time of it. But we lost. I think that she said, "Let's yeah, let's play again some more." So I think I'll be playing some Final Hour with my wife, and even maybe my kids, because it's a competitive. It's not a competitive game. Mm-hmm. It's a cooperative game. So right. we won't have people yelling at each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly a thirteen-year-old and eleven-year-old. We won't have them yelling at each other like. Yeah. yeah, like I have like Arkham Horror the card game. I have you know Marvel Champions. So I'm, I may try and get my wife into a couple games of that over Christmas break. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Yeah, just because you know she likes co-op games and she has asked me a couple times, well, she wants to kind of share my hobby with me, mm-hmm. this card gaming hobby that I do, and she's mm-hmm. not much of a card gamer. She doesn't really like competitive games much. So I'm going to maybe play some of that with her, and we'll see how that goes. Okay. Yeah, as, as always, uh, remind me, I'll give you, a qu- give you a short list. I play a heck of a lot of co-ops. I'm actually in, in part... You part, are co-op, boy. Part, partly you are coming, co-op man. Yeah, partly coming down here, I'm on my way to play Gloomhaven with a friend of ours. Oh, the, okay. On the west side of Denver, so, you know. Um... <laughs> I had something. Sorry, I had something and it paused. Um, yeah, I'm going to throw a quick one in here. Um, sure. Here's another little question for you. Because everything I'm watching right now is going for the whole, it's 2020s on the way. We're ending a decade, right? Yep. So we've only been doing this for so long. So to widen this out a little bit, what is your biggest gaming thing of the last 10 years? Because that's about as long as I've been doing board game stuff seriously now. What's your what's your big card gaming or board gaming thing of the My last biggest ten, moment? Of the, de- of, the, of the decade, yeah, for you. What sticks out? There's there's probably two. Go for it. Which was winning the Conquest Regionals in 2016. Oh, there you here, go. Yeah, here that's in, right. Here in Denver, here in Total Escape Games, uh, I played Stetson. That was a knockdown, just drag out, wonderful it. game. Battle, yeah. Um, and then two, which is uh, at the last World Championships of Conquest in 2016. Mm-hmm. When we uh, did it, uh, did a uh, hip hip hooray for for Brad Andrews and and all the conquest oh, and everything yeah, else, we re- we managed to record that, and uh, both of those are very special moments um, for me. And and a lot of that, just those, just those, that we for those like, and you're longtime listeners, but like the three of us have been doing this for a while now, right? Mm-hmm. And this is this is kind of. Good. We still enjoy it, <laughs> but we've nor- it's been normalized a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were still those first. We only got forty in for the Traxxas sector, mm-hmm. and every time felt like, like until maybe episode twenty twenty five, we were still feeling like we have no fucking clue what we're doing, mm-hmm. right? Like we had, nothing. and we still have no clue and, what we're doing. And we we still have, but I I know a lot more about the technical side. I know how to edit a lot more. I I've learned a lot more. So it's not as raw, mm-hmm. right? It's not as new, 
but it's still cool. The, the way I would summarize it for you is right now, um, I think of things and go, oh, hey, yeah, those should go on the podcast. And that's just a normal part of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Ideas occur and I go, yeah, that one should get ferried to the way for to, to be, I, there will be a point at which I get to talk to people about this. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so th- those two things with Conquest yeah. and also just kind of starting and doing these podcasts, right? Totally. So yeah, I mean, exactly. Both, all happened within the last decade for us. Yeah, yeah, no argument. Well, yeah, so within the last decade, I got my start in podcasting, uh, <laughs> which was on a, which was an RPG podcast. That is now deceased. Uh, it was called Smiling Jack's Bar and Grill. It was for the Savage Worlds RPG. I was going to say, I remember mm-hmm. you mentioning that. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of cool. Uh, getting into competitive gaming, competitive like uh, card gaming, was something for me this this decade. Mm-hmm. I had played Magic going back to uh, going back to college, which was you know I got into Magic in like ninety seven ish. No, actually, it was ninety six, late ninety six, early ninety seven. And uh, my, during my freshman year of college, and so dating myself, uh, so that was you know so that you know, but I never really played it like it was always kitchen table magic for me. Mm-hmm. I never really did much tournament wise unless they were like fun little you know private tournaments that my friends and I did at, at college. You yeah, know? totally. You know yeah. stuff like that. So getting into LCGs, you know, playing Netrunner, going to get making my first trip to Gen Con, that was 2013. Although I didn't really play L5R or, or uh, Netrunner at uh, Gen Con 2013, I actually played some old L5R in, in at the demo booth there for AG. But so getting started there, you know, going to Gen Con for the first time, you know, really getting into starting to get into competitive gaming with you know going in what was it 2015 that I played in the Netrunner Champions with chips with you guys. Yeah, that seems about right. Yeah. Uh, at Gen Con, you mean? Yeah, Gen Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fi- that was my first real competitive like tournament ever. Yeah, like, I think 15 was like it. My first like na- na- national level tournament for any mm-hmm. game ever. Mm-hmm. So getting that into was com- the that was the tournament where the woman installed the yeah yeah yep she installed and uh, you were t- way too nice to her. The server is she installed an asset instead of ice uh, as oh, ice. Oh, I remember this story. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that was that was. The, uh, <laughs> I'll remember that one. Uh, yeah. So. Getting into Netrunner, getting into LCGs, getting into competitive gaming on, you know, like going to national, like competitive events, starting podcasting, start, you know, getting started with this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, getting into playtesting for FFG. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, that was cool. All happened for us during that time. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Now we think about uh, that it. Was, yeah. That was, that was, that was just so just L5R as a whole for me has been great this decade. Like obviously, just the past two years, ish. Yeah, yeah. But well, like uh, you said, you played it back earlier in well, the decade. Well, yeah, I was yeah. A, when it first when the first edition of the RPG came out, I fell in love with the world and mm. with the art when with the old RPG. I never played you know old L five R much except for you know that demoing it at Gen Con twenty thirteen, and but I still like the I've always loved the world even after like some of the some of the events sort of turned me off to AEG's storyline mm-hmm. in in the you know early two thousands. Still love the world. It's it's been it was one of my favorite gaming worlds ever, mm-hmm. and so being able to come back to it, being able to podcast about it, being able to uh, play test the game, you know the the relaunch of the game, you know all that. That's been that's been a lot of fun. It's been amazing. So, yeah, like so it's, it's more than like uh, one event. It's like oh, yeah. a series of events, I mean, but series. it's amazing. Ten but span, but yeah. Pl- yeah, being invited to play test the L five R core set opened up a whole new world. Like like oh yeah. Uh, the three well, of us, you, the three of us, have play tested L5R, Keyforge, Champions, 
I I ended up getting uh, I've I've now got a semi regular gig as a proofreader for L five R. I've like Tyler and Brad are now friends of mine, right? That yeah. those relationships wouldn't have happened without. I mean, you can go back to the Trax Sector Warcast. Like we interviewed Brad those few times, and that's when he asked us to play test yep. if we were interested in play testing. And so yeah. that was uh, those are those are big momentous things, and those are those were transformative because the three of us have experienced those things that we wouldn't have experienced. Otherwise. Well, I think yeah. I, I think like sort of like the. Like so, there's been a there's been a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's been great about this the other past ten years. I think the cherry on top for me, Tobin just kind of hinted at a little bit, was at the Kiku Matsuri. We were uh, I was talking with Nate French, and he said, "So you guys did some play testing for us. I've got something that you might be interested in. Would you like to hear more? <laughs> do, do, do you want to know more? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, before you could tell us that, tell us anything, we had to assign new NDAs." At the time that that was happening to me, that same day, uh, Brad had taken Tobin out to lunch or something and had told him about this little game that they were starting a play test for that, you know, was a Richard Garfield game. And mm-hmm. and so we, we met up later. We were both like, I have something I want to play test. <laughs> <laughs> the two of you. Yeah. 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 Remember those conversations. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. So like getting approached from like two different directions to to join the Keyforge play test and getting, you know, just getting asked like, hey, and like I, I told Nate, I'm like, look, I don't. I you know my contribu- contributions to L five are you know I didn't make that many but he, but he said yeah your but your contributions were good we'd like you to join this other playlist. always awesome to hear right yeah so yeah, yeah that was that yeah. was that was that was sort of like like kind of the cherry on the top I think for the whole thing because being able being asked to to play test Keyforge learning about seeing this this amazing game and being like I wish I could tell people about this <laughs> 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 I think you two have hit it well because. Honestly, I hadn't prepared this question. I thought about doing it, so I hadn't had my answers mm-hmm. done. And listening to you guys there has helped me out a little bit because my two, the two, the two that immediately came to mind for me, basically, like the two of you just described, lay out a journey. Very shortly after I started working for Haunted Game Cafe, I'd always been a gaming type. I'd been a miniatures war gamer for a long time. You know, done I've worked for GW, done all that stuff. I'd been doing the, the the cafe board game stuff for a little while, and a buddy of mine, John Marsh, brought in this little box game called Netrunner. He's going, hey, this, I, got, I managed to get hold of this just after Gen Con. This is just after release. And goes, hey, do you want to try this out? And sat down and played it with him and went, first of all, holy shit, this is amazing. You know, I don't understand it. I don't understand the slightest, but this is amazing. And I can see how, uh, how like, cool a game this is. And that was one of my earliest games that went got me past the early miniatures board game into, holy crap, these things have some seriously heavy weight behind them. Oh, yeah. Kind of thing, right? Kick on, kick on, many, many years on, through a whole bunch of different stuff, through... Getting involved with you guys for Traxis, through developing the gaming stuff I like, through <laughs> developing opinions and a, and a voice to <laughs> voice to opinion with, and and put the the start of the Kiku Matsuri, standing there at the opening of that, having been like invited, like going along with a press pass, which to me was just complete insanity. Like, what are you <laughs> lot doing? You know, I'm there, 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 a little press thing, like paying attention. To start the Kiku Matsuri, watching because you were there on the Art of Warcast press pass, exactly. Right? So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me up. We had like six episodes in the can and, uh, by then, but it was like, yeah, it on, you know. And I'm, I'm stood there at the front of the whole thing, like literally was on the front row daily with everything kicking off. With all the emotion behind that, all the pageantry, all the thing, you know, we've had all the complaints about it, but the the battle cries when it started and going like, to, f- first of all, that was the for me that was a big point in that journey for being like, holy cow, we're here kind of thing, right? And yeah. largely as well, it was a big closure jump from Traxis, because Trax because of the way Conquest went, it never had a good ending. True. You know, where, where we were mid mid game, mid life, all those mm-hmm. things that happened, like say mm-hmm. John himself, all that stuff. 
the Kiko Matsuri was a big like, holy crap, this is a new chapter deal. Mm-hmm. And realizing that at that point, I've been going through that new chapter for about seven years. Yeah. You know, okay. that kind of yeah. deal. It's a heck right. of a thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, like getting... <laughs> I mean, I, I've told the story of how I got into Netrunner a couple of times on this cast, but yeah, that that was... That, that, you know, that's kind of the, the start of it, really. Be, you know, because I had been running Pathfinder Society at Total Escape Games on Wednesday night. So I'd, I had this, you know, Wednesday night gaming thing that I did. And that was dying, and I was just kind of hanging out at Total Escape on Wednesdays, just not doing anything. And so I'm there one night with nothing to do, and I didn't really know Tobin at that point. Or, or, no, or no, I like, we, we, like, yeah. yeah. We were just the guy that hung out at Total Escape. Yeah. So uh, they they were there playing this they were there playing Netrunner and this was it was like uh, October November 2013 so it was, yeah uh, no no uh, 2012 no, I think it, it came out in 20 it came out in 2012 yeah it came out in 2012 so this was early like, this, so was this was like, like must, January 13 yeah it must have been yeah January yeah. or February 2013 because I didn't get my hands on it till late November 2012 yeah so you guys have been playing for a few weeks just the two of you and mm-hmm. I just happened to be in the right place at the right time when I was like. Wow, that game's fucking cool. <laughs> I haven't played Netrunner on Octagon for a while. Woo boy. That was a thing. Whoa. Yeah, but those of you who have who play on who play in Jigoku are like, you know, things aren't things just aren't automated. Yeah. You don't oh even God, know the half that, of it. Full, full juice. Full juice to the guy who made it as functional as it was because he did sterling oh, work. Oh, yeah. DB0. He was, he was DB zero. fighting that system all the time. You know? Playing DB, uh, playing Netrunner on Octagon was Challenging. <laughs> Challenging. Oh, my God, was it horrible. Uh, yeah, Jigoku is light years ahead. <laughs> oh, we have man. got better at that. <laughs> oh, I, See, had, it's I, I forgot about Octagon. Yeah, there's Octagon. one for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, All right, so uh, to, to kind of put a bow on that, let's uh, one minute for what's coming in 2020. What are, you, what are you hoping to see in 2020? I'm intrigued to see how the multiplayer formats are going to affect things. To see whether people are, whether people do step into the game to try and do that, whether more people play more th- uh, three three one on ones where we get more team, whether that shakes things up. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, mine's going to be kind of a follow on to that. So we've got these new formats popping up for L five R. We've got uh, like uh, Daimyo, we've got Draft, we've got the multiplayer formats. You know, I would like to see more formats, but I'd also like to see some of the, like. Oh, we've also got. Uh, you want to see battle more formats? Well, Battlebox. Oh, and Battlebox. Oh, well, so we've got you know, we've got these other formats that are cool. I'd like to see a little bit more of that. Maybe, like, uh, a solo version of the game. That could that could be kind of cool. You know, the the, the we've got uh, champions has a Didn't solo. Did we version. joke about that last time? I think I think we I think I like. It, <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. It's an interesting one because it's not as hard to do as it seems. Play, getting getting another deck to automate against you in the way that's interesting to play against is not as tough as it seems. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Right. Th- there, there's a I'm more and more inclined towards. That so we'll see if that if anything like that happens or not. But but we've got these great formats. But what I would like to see with the like the forms that we already have, and maybe even if we don't ever get any new formats, like if we never get solo play, that's fine. Whatever. It'd be kind of cool to see, but whatever. We've got fan formats, uh, you know, Battle Box and and Daimyo that are cool formats to play. What I would like to see is I would like to see those fan formats get officially adopted by FFG for side events at FFG official events. Oh, okay. So like a, a world yeah. side event yeah. that's, a, that's yeah. an officially supported Daimyo side event at Worlds next year. Right. Now, that'd be s- cool. You say this because shortly after Worlds, not so long back, um, Legion, the Star Wars Legion, the miniatures war game, out of nowhere popped up with skirmish rules. 
It's a it's a mid sizer like an, a small mm-hmm. army, right. kind of the size of battles you've seen in most of um, the actual Star Wars settings. Unsurprisingly, you know, a decent amount of squads, a couple of mm. main characters, and they've gone into right. We want a skirmish version. And like I would never have predicted that for the game for the scale and style it's going for. Right. So there's no reason this couldn't happen for things like Alpha. Okay. Yeah, like you know, right. an official battle box event at Worlds would be kind of cool. Yeah, an official battle box rule set developed yeah. by you know yeah. FFG goes in and has a little okay. Here's what we here's how we tweak it. You know or whatever or tie it yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're, they're, the F- the L5R community has always been very involved with the L5R storyline. Mm-hmm. Well, why not you know involve the community in the the project line a little bit more too? In the game. You know, hey, yeah. the, the, these 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 are cool things that the, that the community have developed, and the community can't support them and should. But let's let's you know FFG say take those community you know contributions and maybe formalize them a little bit. Yeah, and, give them know. some recognition. Totally. Yeah. 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 Now, um, the PAX Unplugged is I think finishing as we're sitting here, or maybe it's already mm-hmm. done as we're sitting here. Las Vegas Open is happening in 2020 in the early oh, yeah. in the like the third or fourth weekend of January. Uh, the, free the rolls has been a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Free rolls has thing. So that's what I'm looking forward to. In addition to you know seeing what the multiplayer and yeah, how totally. the different formats impact uh, the community, and hopefully impact the growth of the community in a positive way. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the role frame. What kind of decks people come with? You know, be careful what you wish for, right? The price yeah. of getting what yeah. you want is not wanting it anymore. And so here we are with free rolls, and Where's that's that's a little bit of the, that's a, also a little part of the reason I haven't played is because I'm going. I don't know. Yeah. Where does the, the game sandbox go? Yeah. is too big? Yeah, yeah completely. And, and yeah. like I've said before, the you have to think differently about deck building with free rolls. Yeah, you yeah. can't think about you can't start with the roll. That's not the way to do it. Don't start with the roll. Start with like a card combo that you want to play. Yeah, right. Start almost with a deck. Yeah. What's, well, it, yeah. what's the deck going to do? Know, what are we rewind back yeah, to? Yeah. You know, yeah. think about, you know, what's something interesting? What's an interesting mechanic that you want to build a deck around? And then and then build from there. And yeah. the, because the role does no longer dictates. It no longer yeah. handcuffs you. Yeah. Right. Because right. we were handcuffed with the roles before, you had to think about the role first. You know, clan and role. Okay. Do I want to play this clan with this role? Or do I want to play this clan with this role or whatever? You know, and, but. Like clan and role can almost be like afterthoughts at this point, like down the down the road a bit. Okay, I I have this card combo that I thought of that requires these two dynasty cards. Okay, well oh, well they're dragon cards. Okay, so I guess we'll do dragon. Okay, what stronghold goes with those two cards? Right now, what other right. cards go with those cards? Completely, completely. And then you know later on, okay, well okay, and so I've got this thing building up. Okay, well I need a role at some point, and so do I do keeper or seeker, and what element do I do? And so that becomes just another enhancement to the deck instead of the the foundation of your deck building. So yeah, but so making the point that's a that's a whole new world in in what we in both in those going through the process and right. in what we get at the end. You know so, how those so interact. So you have to you approach know? deck building a little bit more like you approach deck building during netrunner days. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and the point being as well that because that's so much more open now. Once we get a few events in, as I've been saying, yeah. where decks are going to end up meta-wise is anyone's guess because they're just not tied. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess an, 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 uh, an extra thing for me would be again bring on the jank in 2020. Yeah, we'll see. What, that we'll would see be what something we get. that I would love to see. I would love oh, to yeah. see, you know, the see just weird off the wall like dark horse stuff coming out yeah. at, at major events. Yeah, we have a pretty mature game now. There's space for these um, crazy ones, right? Yeah. Well, and we're finally getting the card pool to do it. That's what that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. 
All right, so uh, thanks to all our Patreons for their continued support. If you're interested in supporting us, visit patreon.com slash artofwarcast. And as I said before, this is our last regular episode of 2019. We have we may have some special holiday episode coming. We'll see. Uh, so we're still kind of Keep your eyes peeled that. for a special Christmas present from mm, the Art of Warcast? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, everybody, be safe. Have fun. Uh, have a happy new year. And we'll see you. Uh, in 20 or hear you or interact with you or whatever we will be broadcasting at you sometime <laughs> in 2020 <laughs> a good a good cyberpunk <laughs> there you go if you'd like to join the discussion have ideas for future episodes feedback or questions for us you can contact us at artofforecast at gmail.com via twitter at artofforecast via facebook or leave a comment in the episode's comment section Please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. If you'd like to support us, check us out at patreon.com slash artofwarcast. Thank you for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.